Hey guys, and welcome back to the NC Politics Podcast. Today, we're going to be taking a look at former President Donald Trump's recent endorsement of Representative Ted Budd for the 2022 uh, North Carolina Senate seat. So the other day, um, Donald Trump, the former president of the United States, was giving a speech to the North Carolina Republican Party. Um, During it, he gave the surprise endorsement to Ted Budd for the 2022 Republican nomination for the Senate seat. Um, apparently, Budd had no idea, neither of the other candidates in the Republican field had any idea that um, Trump was going to do this until about 15 minutes before he did it. Um, it took Bud by surprise. It took everybody by surprise. During his speech, he also announced that his daughter, uh, daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, will not be running for Senate. She sort of flirted with the idea for the past couple of months, um, but ultimately, ultimately, it looks like she is not going to run. Um, so she went ahead and said she wasn't going to run, um, and then the former president endorsed Representative Ted Budd, um, which was sort of surprising. Um, this isn't good for the other two candidates in the Republican field, McCrory or Walker, um, it's probably worse for Walker. Uh, but yeah, um, especially Mark Walker has, um, he kicked his campaign off the earliest. He's done a lot of campaigning. Right now he's polling second, um, pretty far behind McCrory. Uh, but yeah, uh, he also visited Mar-a-Lago last month, um, had a photo op with Trump, and it was obvious that trip was sort of intended to um, try to persuade the former president to endorse his campaign. But ultimately, it looks like Trump's chosen to go a different path. Ted Budd was also one of the um, over 100 Republican members of the House that voted to um, overturn the 2022 election results. Um, it was 68% of House Republicans that voted to do so. Um, Ted Budd was one of them. Budd's also a member of the Freedom Caucus, who's actually butted heads with the former president from time to time over um, certain legislation. But ultimately, um, ultimately, most members of the Freedom Caucus are pretty proud Trump supporters. Um, so yeah, um, former president came out, endorsed, endorsed, Ted Budd, which makes for an interesting primary. Now you've got McCrory, who will, um, he's probably the most moderate of all three major candidates in the race. Um, he's also leading in polling. He's the former president. Um, so not former president, I'm sorry, uh, former governor of North Carolina, but yeah, so he's currently leading. He'll probably win the most moderates in the Republican field. Then you've got Mark Walker, who for a while was sort of seen as the sort of portraying himself as the conservative alternative to McCrory. Um, He's picked up a couple notable endorsements Mark Walker has. He's also kicked his campaign off the earliest, done a lot of grassroots campaigning, um, which is why he's ahead of Bud in most polls. He also won the straw poll at the North Carolina Republican Convention with 44%. Uh, McCrory came in last with 18, and Bud came in second with 29%. Actually, I might be mixing those two around. McCrory and Bud might have switched. McCrory might have gone 29 and 80. Either way, Mark Walker won um, with 44% of the vote in the straw poll. But, yeah. Um, so, 
And then you've got Bud, who kicked his campaign off with a sort of driving a truck into um, Biden's liberal agenda. That's what he called it. It was sort of him just driving his truck into a bunch of stuff and crashing in. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then, um, uh, yeah, so you've got Bud and Walker who are trying to win the more conservative voters of the Republican Party. Um, and right now, especially with the endorsement of Donald Trump, um, it looks like Bud's going to have an easier time doing that than Walker, even though Bud um, is currently by far doing worst in polling. So another interesting thing to see is this is sort of this will be a major test to see the power of a Donald Trump endorsement in the Republican primary, because as of right now, you've got McCrory, who's in the two official polls um, for the 2022 NC Republican primary for the Senate seat. Um, McCrory's pulled about 40% in both of them. He got 40 in one, 48 in the other. And then you've got Walker, who's, um, he's like 13 and 11, I think. I think that's how he pulled in those two. So a little above 10%, but still nowhere near McCrory. And then you've got Bud, who pulled below 10 in both of them. He got nine in one, I think, and five in the other. Of course, this was before Donald Trump endorsed him, but you know, as of right now, he's by far doing the worst of all three candidates. So if Bud's able to win this thing and turn his, you know, 5% polling into like 40% or something like that, all from just the endorsement of Donald Trump, I mean, it's really gonna, it'll really show, you know, how valuable, um, a Donald Trump endorsement is for any Republican running for office. Um, I mean, it might, become, you know, sort of you get endorsed by Donald Trump, it's sort of a gateway to the Republican nomination. Now it's, um, nobody knows how well that'll do in a general election. I mean, the Donald Trump just lost a presidential election by 7 million votes. Um, he also, five states flipped from Donald Trump to Joe Biden in 20, from 2016 to 2020. You've got the three Rust Belts, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Georgia and Arizona both went to um, now President Joe Biden. So who knows how valuable a Donald Trump endorsement is in a general election, but in a Republican primary, um, it seems to be pretty valuable. And um, Ted Budd's candidacy will really, should serve as sort of a test to see, you know, how valuable is this? I mean, is McCrory still able to win and overcome uh, the endor Donald Trump's endorsement of a challenger? Um who knows? Uh, McCrory's got the most name recognition. Most people in North Carolina know who Pat McCrory is. Um, so yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, during his speech, uh, Donald Trump also um, sort of threw some shade at Pat McCrory um, before he went up to endorse like, right before, I think it was right after he endorsed Ted Budd, he said, like, you can't win with candidates who have lost twice before. Um, um, that was sort of, I think, alluding to uh, Pat McCrory's loss of the governorship in 2016 when he lost to Roy Cooper. He also lost in 2008 when he tried for the first time. Won in 2012, then lost in 2016. So he's lost two statewide races before. So um, he also... McCrory's generally been pretty pro-Trump. He supported most of the former president's agenda items, but at the same time, he has not been as vocal in it as, you know, Mark Walker um, or Ted Budd, who 
probably picked up a lot of Trump cred by voting to um, overturn the election results. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I think it's this is definitely the most interesting endorsement um, Trump could have given because I think if he endorsed Mark Walker, I think Mark Walker could have, I mean, he's already built up a lot of grassroots support. So if you add that on top of a Donald Trump endorsement, I think he could pose McCrory a real threat. But this is by far the most interesting because, I mean, basically Donald Trump came out and endorsed the lowest polling candidate, um, a candidate who has very little name recognition across North Carolina, who doesn't have the social media presence of Mark Walker. Um, he lacks the, Walker's campaign's done a lot more, um, organizing and sort of grassroots campaigning than, um, McCrory has even done, even though he leads in polls. So Walker's team seems to be the most organized, whereas Bud seems the least organized. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll see. Um, Bud is polling the lowest, um, his campaign team seems to be doing the least. So if Donald Trump is able to get Bud this nomination, I mean, it'll really show how valuable uh, a Donald Trump endorsement is to anyone in a Republican primary. I mean, this is a guy who's pulling at 5 and 9%. If he could somehow manage to... I mean, of course, there's a lot of time between now and um, March, which is when the... Um, that is the primary date for the um, the Senate election. So, you know, Walker, McCrory, and Bud will go, be going against each other then. And then on the Democratic field, you've got Smith against Jackson and Beasley. Um, so, yeah... We'll see. So if he's able to, if Donald Trump's endorsement alone is able to bring a guy who's pulling at five and nine percent to win the nomination um, of his party for the Senate seat, I mean, it'll, it's just going to increase the value of that Trump endorsement. I think you'll see more and more potential candidates, you know, um, trying to tie themselves to the former president in hopes of getting that nomination because Donald Trump still remains by far the most popular figure in the Republican Party. Um, during CPAC, this um, Conservative Political Action Committee, during their conference in earlier this year, um, they had a straw poll for who you think should be the 2024 nominee um, for the Republican Party. Trump won pretty much with over 50% of the vote. I think DeSantis came in second with like 20%, and then um, there wasn't really anyone else pretty close. So, yeah, um, he still remains the most popular candidate, not, not, not candidate, most popular figure in the Republican Party. So we'll see um, how much that carries over to primary elections. If endorsing a candidate automatically means they get the nomination, um, who knows? Um, time will tell. See if that happens in North Carolina. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's all for today. If you enjoyed this episode of the NC Politics Podcast, um, please consider following us on Spotify. Um, you can find us on, on pretty much every other um, podcast platform um, that's out there. So yeah, um, if you enjoyed it, consider following us. Um, we thank your support. And yeah, um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you.